It's August 5th, 2013. This is day nine. Welcome to the Tucson Rangers podcast. We're here in Oakland, California at our hotel at the Civic Center Lodge, um, right next to uh, downtown Oakland, Chinatown, Oakland Museum, bunch of bunch of stuff here, uh, beautiful hotel, uh, what do you guys think about it? People are a little skeptical coming in, bunch of white kids uh, afraid to go to Oakland. But, I mean, I'm uh, fine with the room, the room's, there's nothing wrong with the room, it's so small, but we're not in here a whole lot. Uh, just outside of us, it's it's a little... If you, if you walk down the road, I feel like, but it's not that bad. I don't feel that way. I think it's perfectly fine out, and I think uh, people are just being pussies. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's too much of a problem. I thought it would be much more of a problem than it was. Like, we, I didn't. It's just that the media perpetuate all, perpetuates all the negativity say, yeah, that we, we hear. Everyone's afraid like, of Oakland. There's crackheads around. Yeah, yeah. Solid. There's crackheads everywhere you go. So um, we're gonna have to walk up to the BART station and like. A little bit here, thirty minutes an hour. Yeah, it's gonna be perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna ride. Day we're gonna ride the tram into San Francisco today. Uh, check out San Francisco Union Square, and uh, and then go to the Giants game tonight. Just uh, just being a little safe. Just never been to this area before. Just being cautious. I wouldn't say scared. Yeah, I, I agree. Cautious. At this point, smart. we have more reason to be scared of cops. Yeah, we had an issue last night. I got pulled over. I disagree over. with that, too. I uh, think if we don't make driving mistakes, uh, we won't get pulled over either. But Yeah, I got pulled over. Chris was a little tired last thing. night. Uh, Wasn't even tired. Just confused by all the roads. <laughs> uh, but no no worse for the wear. Yeah, no. He uh, The cop had our back. He uh, he made sure we didn't go to the wrong parts of Oakland. Yeah, yeah. the fact that the cop said, yeah, I really don't want, don't want you boys getting get lost. lost in downtown Oakland. Uh, probably says that at least he knows that we should uh, stay on the highways around here. Yeah. Um, but other than crackheads and scary Oakland people walking around, it's pretty beautiful out. Uh, overcast and uh, pretty cool out. What's the weather like today, Carl? It's going to be 59 all day, low 52, so temperature's not even really changing and slightly overcast the whole day. Definitely some nice uh, sweater weather for the baseball game tonight. Yeah. Oh, on the bay, I'm sure it'll be chilly. We need to definitely... Wear a couple layers for that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, so let's revisit uh, our our adventures last night. We uh, went down to uh, Berkeley last night, um, a little bit north of the Oakland area, uh, where University of California is. And I uh, just kind of went and drove around the area, checked out the Cal campus, checked out the... Uh, Nightlife scene, not a whole lot going on for a Sunday night, but yeah, as expected. Seemed like seemed like a pretty chill area. There's Although definitely... there's apparently a gay bar that pops on Sunday night. Kyle wanted us to go to. Yeah, yeah. fuck you guys. What was this that? Is... The White Horse. Yeah, it's called the White Horse Bar. Some shit. This is what happened. You like, where do we go, Carl? Guys, look it up. Where do we go? Where are we going? I'm the only one sitting on my fucking phone, looking at different bars and shit to go and. My head's going a thousand different directions. So, yeah, I saw Bart said it was popped on Sunday night. I was like, let's do it. Yeah, and we should have went. <laughs> we're we're, we're in, like, this is probably the biggest gay and lesbian population in the whole United States is this area. So, I mean. That's very true. 
Yes, I ended up being fine. Well, you know, I know that you're gay. That's cool. Wow. You, you can live here. A rainbow right? bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, we um, headed to, the first place we went to was a place called Jupiter. It was a pizza place, beer, brewery. We kind of wandered in through the side. There was like this secret side entrance that yeah. was like a maze or something. It was really tight. And we kind of just wandered in there and we were in the restaurant and sat down and proceeded to look at the menu for about 20 minutes. Yeah, and well, no one came to serve us. And the, the chick definitely... Made eye kind of saw that we had like we're sitting down menus open in front of us. Yeah, should have registered so, that we needed some assistance. Yeah, I don't know what we did wrong. Um, the place seemed like a nice place. Some good, uh, uh, personally brewed beer and some fancy pizza and shit like that. But uh, after about twenty minutes of sitting there waiting, we decided uh, we weren't gonna fuck it, take yeah. the initiative. We we're just gonna get the fuck out of there. So yeah, it ended up being not a bad. Yeah, thing. yeah, we ended up finding a. Pretty solid place. Uh, we walked over to Thalassa. Thalassa. Yeah. And kind of walked in there and realized it was a huge pool hall with over 20 tables. Yeah, 23 tables. Really glad we ended up there. I saw the little front room that had four. I thought that was really all there was to it. too. It was a yeah. giant room in the back with 18 tables, and it, it was really cool. There was a pretty decent sized smoking patio in the back there around the with corner. A, with a pool table yeah, outside. Yeah, with a pool table yeah, outside yeah, also. That. And there was video games around there. It was, yeah, it was yeah, definitely yeah. a popping spot. I'm sure uh, yeah, during, during the school year, it's got to be a pretty popular place because it's, it's a really nice ambience in there. Pretty reasonable, ten dollars an hour, and they hooked us up with the prorated cost at the end. We yeah. paid nineteen dollars to pay. Yeah, pretty for a couple pretty hours. good sized tables, not the biggest size, but definitely big tables and uh, mostly old. mostly young people in there. Still waited like a good five six minutes to go get a drink the one time, so it was still kind of busy. Yeah, yeah it was it was he ordered like. 20 shots or something. Yeah, like, like a ridiculous order of shots. Spent $45 on six shots. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, but uh, I, think, I think we had a good time. We played for about two hours. Got a couple drinks in yeah. us. Uh, met, some, I, uh, met some friendly people. Show you guys uh, how to play pool. Yeah. yeah Jesse and I screwed ourselves repeatedly into, uh, into a 4-3 loss. That's, tough, a, tough that's okay, though. We'll be back there for... Uh, we'll be back somewhere for uh, the second series of the trip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do you... Everybody Everybody liked Thalassa? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, if, yeah. I, if I was at Berkeley, I'd be there all the time. Yeah, yeah. agreed. There's a guy who came up to us uh, from... <laughs> I don't know where this guy came from. Yeah. If he's even... Dude real, just appeared. Uh, he could have been fake. I, I don't know where. Dude kind of like comes out the corner. I'm not exactly sure what he first said to you guys, but... That is what he first said. He's just like, you guys live in the dream? You guys live in the dream? Like, and we kind of look at each other I, I like... We started to kind of walk away. Kind of look at each other like, uh, yeah, yeah actually, actually we are. are <laughs> kind of asked him how he how he came to that. And he was just I could just tell by looking at you guys. You guys live in the dream. Kind <laughs> <laughs> uh, of, you know, just kind of went on our, our business, continued our pool game, and saw him once, one time later, but... It's just out of nowhere, kind of funny. Because we got a little uh, low to us. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think our happiness is emanating from us. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, now after that, we were looking for somewhere to eat and uh, proceeded to get pulled over by <laughs> a pretty chill cop. I would say it went about nine out of ten, nine and a half out of ten, as far as as well as, well as it could have gone. We were saying he might have been younger than we are. Yeah. 
I mean, if you were to pull, if you were to pull some no shit, I might have, uh, I might have made a scene. I never but... saw his face. He didn't, and he didn't even like come up to the window looking. He like stood behind your window, which I thought. Well, he was knew weird. we were lost. He pretty much knew right away. I think as soon as he saw the AZ license plate, he was say, like, "Oh, these fuckers aren't drunk. They're just yeah." They don't just, we should say we got over. we got pulled over for illegal right turn from the wrong lane because we were trying to find back to the freeway, and I jumped from the middle lane to make a right turn. Right, there was but, cops everywhere. Right, there was, but he said that he had he saw us earlier. Because stopped you stopped at, at that at the blinking yellow. Yeah, all their lights in their university district go blinking yellow one way and blinking red the other way, so it's yield one direction After and a certain time. stop. Yeah, at, at a certain time, which is uh, actually pretty chill. It, it's a cool system, but I was way thrown off when at first. <laughs> I, I thought the lights went out at first. Yeah, you never so seen yeah, that he before. saw that and was like, "Oh, maybe these guys don't fuck with doing. They're drunk." Yeah, and then as soon as you realize we're drunk, he pursued us like an asshole. Made sure he had registration. Yeah, they didn't have any outstanding warrants. Um, no biggie. And then moved us on, gave us directions. So that was, that was good. We definitely reeked of blunt in the back, though. We had literally oh, yeah. just finished that was smoking half a blunt. But the good thing about that is nobody gives a shit up here. And uh, yeah, that was that was never that was never going to be an issue. Mm, I, I, I was never would have been an issue, but it, I was swiping the back. Northern California, they're they're above that, so. They, they can get past that. But uh, anyway, so that was uh, Sunday night in Berkeley. Um, before that, we actually went to the uh, Rangers and Athletics game, as we talked about yesterday. Uh, thoughts on the park, the game? Love the park. Love the parking lot. We You know, you heard at the end of our podcast yesterday, we got some VIP parking. Free VIP parking. Yeah, free VIP parking. I thought they were just going to give us a free upgrade, make us pay for general, and they didn't. They let us through completely. Um, yeah, and a lot of people out tailgating. Yeah, I really wish we would have been slight. I, I don't think we really knew that that was going to be the scene. Otherwise, we would have tried to be a little more prepared for that. Yeah, but definitely would have grabbed some beers, grabbed some food. I really liked the stadium, though, inside. And you were right, Jesse. They have a ton of selection. Like, pretty, when we were walking, you and I were like, geez, there's one, like, there's Bud Light, and there's Fat Tire, and there's Pyramid, yeah. and then it was Sierra Nevada. Like, there's yeah, just one after one another. After another after definitely, another. uh,. Definitely the top beer ballpark so far for me. I mean, San Diego had the widest selection of good beer, but um, Oakland Coliseum definitely had the most beer, the most, and yeah, yeah, also for a good price. It was definitely cheaper. It was definitely one of the cheapest places I've been to. So yeah, same. it's definitely kind of made its transformation into a baseball field stadium. Having to share with the Raiders, right? The Raiders play. They're also the the A's have like one of the smallest uh, stadiums as far as tennis, but it's because the whole top section is is it's, not used. I mean, during the playoffs, I was saying if you open that up, it would be probably the biggest stadium. If they if they if they do get to the playoffs, I'm, what do they not? Do they not open that? No, they I do. I think they do. I, I think they, they do. do. That's what I'm saying. If Those there's a need for that shit, they'll open it. But otherwise, there's no reason for them to. Yeah, they're not good seats for baseball. Yeah. No. Those are football seats. Well, and that stadium is old. That's what I was going to say. It's got an old feel to it, too. It's, like it. You know, the first thing I noticed was everywhere we've gone has been very steel-reinforced, and this thing was, like, 99% concrete. Yeah, uh, and it felt been. like it, in the tunnels, it was a little cramped. Um, oh, yeah. You know, around, around like, third base, home, home plate to first base, like a little Yeah, horseshoe. very cramped. Um, and... and Kind of drab feeling, um, you know. I think you know we're talking about. I don't know what they repaint between 
A's season and Raiders season because there was a decent amount of green, but all that stuff's just concrete block gray. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that the underneath of the sta- the stadium not as nice. I feel like this is a park that, um, you know, with some 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 enhancements could be really really nice. Remodeling. You know, we looked at yeah the Angels who had the remodel in 1998 and their park's gorgeous. We, yeah, we were shocked that it was built in '66 or '69. But if whatever. what if the A's did the same thing? You know, I mean they had a, they have a terrible scoreboard, but it's it's right up where you could put a huge one. You could put in a huge, nice scoreboard and, re, you know, remodel everything else, and, and I think it'd be a really nice park. I, I didn't mind that it was old and kind of kind of gross-looking. I mean, I, I, I liked it. I, I, I don't think fun. it took anything away from it. I mean, we yeah. were we were uh, kind of in the shade in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the bullpens were on the field. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Which was it's definitely a little and, cool. and there's the bull, where the relief pitchers sit and stuff is like right alongside the first and third baseline. Which I thought, if I was a relief pitcher, I feel like that's more what I'd want to do rather than like outside the out the outfield wall because I'd feel like a little more involved, a little more into the game, closer to the action. I don't know. I just I thought like that would just feel better. But and Chris was saying the opposite. He would. Uh, I was saying if I was a bullpen yeah, person, I would ignore baseball for the first six innings of every game. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. It would be really hard to watch baseball played day after day after day when you're not getting into the game. You're, you're a professional MLB athlete. It's easy. You enjoy watching baseball. Yeah. So the Oakland Coliseum. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's you, necessarily you think, true. Whoa, 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 wait. You think that a professional MLB athlete, a relief pitcher, doesn't give a fuck about watching baseball? I think there are definitely Major League Baseball players that don't even like baseball in the same way that Andrew Bynum doesn't like playing basketball. Doesn't like basketball. Doesn't watch basketball. The baseball grind is a little different than, like, the basketball grind. Like, you got, you can come up through the I was just about to say, you have to like that shit. If not, like, because there's not, there's not people holding your hand, working out for you, kind of thing, from what we heard in the podcast from the Blue Jays. Yeah, it's Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. You do your own work. Andrew Bynum's a fucking seven foot center who are hard to come by and he's got decent skills. So he, you're going to play in the NBA. Yeah, like it's, it's you have one career path. Exactly. You have to work if you want to be a relief pitcher. You're not just like, oh, geez, wow, you have an arm and you're accurate too. Yeah, you can't just throw in the big leagues. You got to pitch. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, yeah, I thought the, the, the Coliseum was. Pretty much exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it was also open in 1966. So I mean, that's really the difference between Angel Stadium in Anaheim and Oakland. Yeah, Oakland Coliseum is. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I think it's time. I mean, there was one guy who pitched yesterday. Unfortunately, he's a faggot. But uh, (laughs) Holland threw gets gets the dub. Threw threw eight innings of three hit ball. Three hit ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We must. uh, Talk about the Nelson Cruz home run uh, in the second inning. Second inning. Uh, we were sitting kind of uh, in the outfit left field. We're just uh, inside right, the left right field foul pole there. stairway that leads down yeah. to the field. Yeah, and there's kind of an open stairway where nowhere, no one is. And Nelson Cruz hits a shot right into that little empty area, which is right down below us. Yeah, and it bounces down towards the edge of the field and is just sitting there by a trash can. Yeah, and so we sit there. and you know, There's other groups of people looking at the ball. We're looking at the ball. But then over we the have next, the best shot at getting it because the drop to the stairwell for us is only like eight feet, yeah, few and feet. for the people below us, it might be twelve, fifteen feet. Right. So we're sitting there thinking about how are we going to go get that ball, 
Well, first we're kind of like, do we want to go get that? Yeah, maybe. Who hit that one? Someone says Nelson Cruz. I'm like, oh, he's going to get suspended tomorrow. And we already know this morning that he has been suspended 50 games. So this was his so last it's game. His, it's his last home run of the season. And it's his last home run as potentially as a good baseball player. Right, now that he'll have to be off the drugs. Yeah. So uh, we, re- we really wanted that ball uh, for the next inning or so, two innings, we kind of planned out. Oh, we should say there was two cops right there. Well, yeah, we didn't really see the cops when we were first like, looking like, all right, should we jump down and do it? And then yeah, look I, at one cross, point, right? I was almost about to just jump down there and go get it. And then we saw there were cops pretty much monitoring the exact area that we needed to go. Yeah, they were, they were standing there making sure nobody jumped down there. And went to so, unfortunately, we kind of half-assed planned a little scheme to go get the ball, and it didn't work out, and next time we looked for the ball, it was gone. Well, yeah, so. as soon as the cops left, we looked for the ball, and it was gone. So, the Nelson Cruz home run was in our grasp, and we let it go, and... I know Kyle and I are a little upset about it today, but... Uh, yeah. My initial reaction when I saw it bouncing down the stairs was like, go get it! Go get it! And I didn't realize that there was a, there was a chain link fence closing that stairway. That has off. a sign that says Tras- trespassing violators yeah. will be uh, prosecuted or something like that. I mean, that. looking it's back like, on it, I think it would have been totally worth it for me to go down there and get it and get kicked out. But the problem was... It was only the second you kept the ball? That, that was yeah, kind of, yeah. We, I, would have had to, I would have had to run up the stairs, flip the ball up to you guys, and then just kind of take getting arrested. Yeah, that probably wasn't worth it. I, if you would have just got kicked out, it would have been one if thing, we get If we keep the ball, it's well worth it. I wish I would have done it. Um, as far as top plays, bottom plays, we had Cespedes drop a pot fly in the first. Uh, yeah, it scored a run. run. Yeah, Belcher made him pay. Yeah, which kind of, kind of shaped the way the, the tone of the game. Yeah, yeah, they hated that. But the top plays were both the Rangers' uh, middle infield. The Rangers' middle infield. Yeah, um, Ian Kinzer with that uh, dive to his right. Yeah, he's diving to Kinzer his right. diving to his right to his knees, spins and throws it to first. Yeah, great play. And then uh, Elvis Andres... Uh, had, that ball in the hole, the Derek Jeter play, doesn't doesn't oh, stop his momentum. Jumps, jump throw. Yeah, the jump throw. Well, I think he got that because it was a rocket, so he had plenty of time to do that. Yeah, and he's got a good enough arm. Good enough arm, athletic guy. Great I was going to say, he, he, they he also, caught a short hop double play. The guy, the guy, the guy hits that lazy liner, but he still caught it well. But yeah. it had a little top spin on it, and Andrews plays it. Like, oh, didn't know what he was doing when we first saw him, like, but when he was reading it. And then so just, like, yeah, plays it, starts from the bottom, works his way up with the ball, like, scoops it off the one hop, well, and then flips, flips, yeah, flips it to Kinsler, Kinsler catch, spins, throws they the had double play. two, two or three double plays. They ended the game with a double play, you yeah. know, like, really tough turn, Andrews they, to his right, plant, spin, I mean. The like, Rangers, Moreland, Kinsler, Andres, and Beltre, that's a pretty you, good You infield. acknowledge that, like, from the beginning, too, you're like, dude, they got a good infield, and then we... Proceeded to see him turn four double plays. <laughs> yeah, they're solid squad. Oh, and then the play in the hole. Uh, yeah, Andrews. The yeah, that's what we're saying. Is, is, is the best play of the game in my mind. I mean, it looked like Jeter circa late 90s. Yeah, that's right. I always call that the, the Jeter play. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure somebody did before, but I don't really know if I saw anyone do that before Jeter. And he just did it all the time. Usually people going that way, backhand, try and stop on a dime. And yeah, normally, stay normally, low yeah, and throw. Play it. And he just he just kept going, jumps, spins in the air, and heaves across his body. Yeah, he's got a strong enough arm. It's a great, it's amazing. Well, uh, infielders learn to throw the ball from all different angles. I mean, you warm up differently than as a pitcher. I mean, you should be able to flip the ball from anywhere, and that's that's how I play infield. Just like especially on a routine ground ball, it should be easy, simple, just a nice little flip, casual play. Um, I I liked. uh, 
just kind of go away from the baseball. I like the fans at um, Coliseum. I thought they were among the best fans so I like the fact that they were down 4-0 in the ninth, and I, we didn't really see people leaving. They were you know as saying? loud at that time as ever, trying to get their team back into it. And they, they, yeah. they got runners on first and second, one out. They started to kind of... Yeah, Let's go Oakland was a pretty consistent champ. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought they were the truest fans so far. I mean, it, like like you said, they were there till the ninth, even though they were down four zero. They were cheering the whole time. It was just getting louder. Like I mean, it was pe- close. people were into the game. Like, well, I feel like if you are an Oakland fan, you've watched the Giants be successful now for the last I don't know ten years or so. At least more successful than the A's. Right. Like it, you know. If you're an Oakland fan, you're you're kind of a true fan. I mean, yeah, it's hard not to like that. It's hard not to like that franchise. I mean, they were in the game until the Moreland two run homer. That was that was a true dagger, and I was, he walked the guy in front of him. Yeah, to bring Moreland up, and Moreland pissed on him. Who's who's the ninth hitter? And I was saying to myself, oh no, he's going to hit a home run because the runner got on, and he pissed on that yeah, ball. Yeah, pissed on him to the right field bleachers. <clears throat> So uh, that brings us to today, which is the uh, the Giants game. I think we've all been looking forward to this game a lot. I'm looking um, forward to the park. People obviously often say that it's the nicest park in uh, in baseball. Now, if you take away the prestige of a Fenway or a Wrigley, that AT&T Park is uh, is the nicest park that there is. Hmm. Well, we'll have to. I mean, to see if that holds true. I don't know what that. What does that mean? Well, it's it's right there this on the is, bay. It's picturesque. It's um, new. I, I don't know. I, it's it's different than other parks. I mean, it's got that huge wall. It's got a big video screen. Uh, yeah, I look forward to walking around. I'm not sure how much of it we can walk around because uh, because of the Hopefully way the bay gets cut off. Uh, two relative no names going tonight for the Brewers: Tyler Thornburg, right-handed pitcher, one and zero. 2.22 ERA for the Giants. Chad Gowden, right-handed pitcher, 5-2, 2.64 ERA. So two guys that I don't even recognize, but both pitching with winning records and ERAs under three. Are we expecting good pitching tonight, or are we going to see runs again? I think we'll see a combination of both. I mean, Milwaukee's lineup is sharp. I don't know how they're really going to produce runs. We'll see. Um, San Francisco's obviously got a much better lineup offensively. Posey, Sandoval, uh, Brandon Belt. Brandon, we saw Brandon Belt the other night on some highlights, like pissing on the ball left and right. So, um, but both pitchers had a good outing last time. Thornburg threw six innings, no earned runs, and uh, Gowden threw seven innings with one earned run. Uh, so, I mean, they've been throwing good as of late. I'm, I'm not really sure what to expect today. Yeah, unfortunately, this is the part of the rotation we catch with these two teams. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see Kane, been Kane or Tim or Bumgarner. Yeah, anybody. we've been spoiled so a far. A little bit, yeah. Catching Kershaw, Kershaw and Corbin. Uh, even Lee. It was, it was bound to happen that we'd see some shots. Yeah, runs. we're saying this. Like, it would have been too maybe perfect. It, maybe it'll turn games. into a lot of runs, which is what we... I've been some saying, shots. Yeah, I mean, as we've been saying last couple of pod, Two podcasts, right-handed yeah. pitchers, maybe some lefties pulling them out into McCovey Cove. Uh, that'd be cool to see some some shots into the lake out there. Definitely, definitely looking forward to it. I mean, this is probably the game I was looking forward to most. I mean, not the baseball game. This was the park I was looking forward to the most of any of them. Right. Um, picks, picks for today's game? Giants. Yeah, I, I think I got to go Giants. Gowden pitched well his last time out. 
I mean, their lineup just looks so much better. Pence, Scudero, Posey, Sandoval. Bell, yeah, on paper, on paper, on it paper, sounds pretty stacked. It's not even I mean, close. The, the Brewers so, aren't weak, though. I mean, is, is Hart healthy? What about Weeks? Uh, so is Ricky any, Weeks has played like shit. This is anyone game. going he, off paper? Is anyone going to... Get out there and take the Brewers. No, I don't think. No, no. I was taking. The, I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, have been on a four-game losing streak at home. They're at home. Series opener. Gowden pitched well yeah. last time. I'll, I'll I'd probably put. A, I'd probably put about twenty-five bucks on this game if I could. Yeah. I'd put more than that on the next pool series, though. Oh, Thornburg's filling in for Giovanni Gallardo. That's why. All right, I'll, I'll bet you guys in pool if you give us some good odds. What kind of odds? Like three to one. Yeah. Right. Oh no. Um. <laughs> that, that, that's about right with the line and skill of the teams. Uh, apparently not. Oh, well, you guys uh, underperformed last night. Yeah, we did. Um, so that's our fault? You made mistakes and we capitalized. That's what good hitters do in baseball. Capitalize on pitchers' mistakes. We, uh, the suspensions came down on the, what, what's the name of the clinic? Uh, Biogenesis. Biogenesis Clinic. Uh, it looks like they won't affect us too much. Uh, we've already seen a couple of We already saw we do Shopping. have the Padres again. I think they had two guys that got suspended. We, we, we're going to miss Jesus Everett's Montero. Guerrero. Yeah, Jesus Montero and the Mariners was one that I definitely noticed. Uh, Nelson Cruz, we, we would have seen again. Uh, um, Johnny Peralta was the other reason. The big name. But we're not going to see him. We're going to see him. What about the guy in Houston? This guy in Houston who got suspended. Yeah, there's too. a lot of no-name people who were in on this. And, and we'll see. There may be more suspensions to come still. Um, A-Rod's obviously the big one. We already saw the Yankees didn't see A-Rod. Uh, but he's going to be out, apparently, to all next season. Yeah, he's going to lose $30 million for not playing in a certain amount of games. Because he gets game pay. Yeah. They're still going to take his money from him. It's not guaranteed. Um, yeah, so on to fantasy football. Um, today's big news update is, uh, last night there was a trade between, uh, Tommy's team and John's team. John seems to always be making moves. Uh, want to let us know what happened in that? Uh, well, John was kind of heavy at quarterbacks, and I spoke about it a little yesterday. Um, after hearing his insight on him thinking about taking the wide receiver with his first pick, I was pretty sure he wasn't going to accept my, uh, offer for swapping a wide receiver for a quarterback. So I offered John, Josh Freeman, uh, and Jordy Nelson for Russell Wilson, and I was anticipating a counter offer for something else. But uh, I'm happy with the deal. And I, I think it's a good deal for both teams. He's got quarterback depth. Uh, Russell Wilson's stock is high, but it, he may regress. He, yeah, this he year. may. Yeah. So he didn't John Wilson gets a good wide receiver. He gets to start Andrew Luck, who's the better. Better of those guys, yeah, which is which uh, I figured he would. And you get a quarterback, which you needed for this year. Yeah, and I told him he's adding depth at all positions, which isn't a bad thing. So. Yeah, uh, we, we talked uh, with John yesterday, John talking a little bit. John has the first pick um, in this draft. Uh, we're kind of jumping around a little bit right now. We went through the back end of the draft first, the, the last six picks of the first round. Now we had John at the first one. And uh, we're going to jump, try to get into the middle. We only have three more days left to preview before we do the draft. Um, so we're looking at the four and five picks. Um, Paul has the five pick, and for what it's worth, I think he has the worst team in the league. Um, he he doesn't have he, he has one of those teams that has moderate, you, bro. moderate players at a bunch of positions where you'd rather just oh, have one or two. Wow. Stars. Well, 
Well, uh, he was also given a team with uh, multiple owners in the last few seasons, and they traded away their their assets. But it was a team that led the team, the league, in wins in the regular season the year before he took it over. Is this four tight ends? Yeah. So, so, right so, how did that happen? No, what what well, players got... were leading the league in points for him that he still has? Nobody. Uh, so how yeah. how is that? It's so not his the same team. his team is Mark Ingram at running back. Uh, and, uh, Demarius Thomas is by far his best player. But um, there's two other weapons in the <laughs> An aging Anquan Bolden. And he had a Pitta tight end who's out for the season. So now he's got Greg Olsen. Let me guess. Did he trade Frank? And who is Finley yeah, and Miller Frank. on the bottom? Are those two more tight ends? No, uh, those might be draft picks for him that he's looking at in that spot. I mean, the only good thing you can say for him is that he's – Got Aaron's first round pick also, so he has two first round picks. Uh, he needs to get some players though. He probably has to keep Cutler as his quarterback. That's not a strong place to be. Um, not not really happy with uh with that team. Um, the other person uh, is Matt. I'm happy with it. It's one less person I have to worry about. It's, I'm sure he'll beat me though. Yeah, I lost him. Uh, yeah, year. when we play, I'm sure he'll. Beat uh, the other person is Matt, and we're going to get Matt on the phone right now and talk about it. Hey, Matthew Cox. Mary Cox. <laughs> Mary Cox, how's it going? Your season on the... Hello? On the map. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Oh, what's up, guys? Sweet! Woo! Look at that sexy motherfucker. Who? Is it just audio? You, dude. No video? <laughs> I was going to say, you can't see me, so I don't know how... That Actually, I can. There's a beautiful little picture of you. Yeah, there. your Skype ID is a nice, cute little picture of you. Little little unshaven. Yeah, that was, that was about hairy, four yeah. years ago. I was going to say, looks like freshman year Matt Cox. Looks like Fred Cox. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's not go there. Um, so we're talking a little fantasy right now. I don't know how much time you've uh, you've looked into your fantasy team with the draft coming up on Thursday. Uh, we just uh, we just reviewed Paul's team, which is a piece of shit. So your <laughs> yours is going to look awesome compared to it. Um, but Paul's in the contract league. So. Last year you uh, you drafted Trent Richardson with uh, the number one pick. You traded up to get it. Um, that seems like a good move. Richardson's been a, a pretty reliable. Uh, running back uh, other than a little injury prone. Were, were you comfortable with him there? Yeah, um, he worked out pretty well. But, again, the thing is he plays pretty much every down. So it's it's whether or not uh, he gets he gets hurt this year, um, whether that will inhibit his ability to produce. Um, like you said, he catches balls out of the backfield. He runs hard. Um, so, yeah, he, he might get banged up a little bit. Um, so we'll see if they can have a second running back come in and – take some of those carries away from him so he doesn't get beat up so much throughout the season. Right. And uh, and you have a little bit of age on your team that you're relying on. Peyton Manning at quarterback and Tony Gonzalez decides to come back for one more year. Those are two guys you're going to count on. Are you, uh, are you okay with the fact that they're – Guys that are definitely aging and at any point can come off. Or are you trying to are you trying to flip some of those guys for some younger talent? No, I th- as of right now, I'm probably going to keep both of them. Um, I'm always willing to trade, but uh, Peyton Manning, he's obviously top three quarterback in the league. Uh, he's still producing even though he is old. Um, he's one of the smartest guys in the league. Tony Gonzalez, greatest tight end ever. Uh, 
it's hard to compete with that. Um, so it's hard to part ways with guys that are still producing, even though they are old. Right. And, and you said you're always willing to make trades. Do you have anything in the works right now? Are you trying to make any moves? Um, I haven't looked that thoroughly into it. Um, but who knows come next week after the draft, maybe right. a little bit before the draft. Um, well, right. we'll see. I haven't really looked at anybody else's teams yet, just uh, my own. So. Yeah, and you have the fourth pick. You're probably going to be looking at a lot of rookies right there. You could have a, a rookie running back. You know, I'm assuming Monte Ball's got to go one. Although John said he's not loving the the top pick, I, I'm I'm looking to see if if he's uh, willing to trade it because it, if he doesn't want Monte Ball there, I think he's got to move that pick. For you, it'll probably be more like. Uh, uh, Lacey from Alabama or Lamar Miller, Le'Veon Bell, or if you want the wide receiver from the Rams, Tavon Austin. Those are the three are, people you just named before Tavon Austin. I have no idea who any of those three people are. Are, do any, are any of those, you know, I don't know what your familiarity with them. Are any of those guys guys that stick out to you? Um, yeah, I don't really know much about the people yet. Uh, like I said, I haven't had time to really uh, go through fantasy football too much. Um, right now it probably looks like I'm um, gonna go maybe hinting at a wide receiver uh with my pick um we'll see what's out there and then let's see what the best fit is for my team Bill, the, the cool. um so made the Bill's made, award of Pittsburgh, right? yeah he will be yeah. um, that's tough yeah. made the trip to fenway on saturday we got your preview you want to give us a, a a review of the park and of uh, that game yeah well first off i was gonna try to use the little bike rental system um that thing didn't really work out. Um, good thing I was only like a mile and a half away, um, so I just walked. It was about 25 minutes to get to the park. Uh, I left my hotel about 4:45. Um, got around there like 5:10, 5:15 ish. Uh, there were lines out the door for all of the bars around there. Um, it's essentially like a street festival that is going on. You got vendors all around the park. You've got shops, you've got bars. So that's a, a pretty great atmosphere to go into to start. Um, so I went into that bleacher bar. It was packed beyond shit-filled. Um, couldn't move. Uh, did get a look through the little screen. It's actually a screen. It's not Windows. Uh, to watch uh, some of the Diamondbacks batting practice. Uh, and then I decided to enter into the stadium. Um, actually went up on top of the green monster, which was pretty cool to watch some batting practice. Uh, some of the Diamondbacks hitters hit some bombs out of the park. So that was fun. Um, then I took a tour around the stadium. Um, I went back downstairs to the gate that I entered which was right behind center field. So it was right next to that bar. Awesome, um, I made my way around the first baseline side. I was still under the stadium, uh, under the seats. So that's where all the food and all the restrooms and stuff are at. Um, so there, there are a lot of, lot of food places up under the center field bleachers um, and then all the way around, actually. Uh, do have to comment. The best, the best thing there is the Italian sausage. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, so if you guys ever go, you got to try that out. Um, beer prices were a little heavy for my liking, uh, so I didn't actually purchase anything. Yeah, it's, it's like that everywhere. Um, yeah, it was like eight bucks for a 12 ounce can of domestic. And I was just like, what's the point? Um, so yeah, I, I passed on that. Uh, walked all the way around, sat right behind home plate, watched some batting practice still of the Diamondbacks, uh, hung out, ate some food. And then, uh, 
went towards my seat. Um, the seats are really tiny, uh, so if you don't like touching people, uh, it might not be a good place for you. Uh, we I all like get, touching people. I, I was getting grinded on by people left and right and behind me, so uh, that, that's a little downfall of the seating situation, but I had a really, really good seat, I think. Um, pretty good view. Well, and you had some actual baseball implications. You know, we, we should touch on the fact that we went to the Rangers-A's game today, which are the two teams leading the AL West, um, you know, seeking division championships. And you've got the Red Sox, who are one of the top teams, surprisingly, in the AL. And this was their big acquisition at the trade deadline was Jake Peavy. You got to see his first start. How did he look? Yeah, he looked really well. Um, he finished with, um, I believe, two earned runs and seven strikeouts or six strikeouts, something like that. Only gave up four hits. One of those was an absolute bomb hit by Paul Goldschmidt, home run. It's a 434-footer uh, to pretty much straightaway center field. Uh, it was really deep, uh, really exciting because that was the first run of the game. Um, but other than that, he pretty much settled down. Uh, Jake Peavy threw really well. Um, I did think the umpiring was a little sketchy because um, the strike zone wasn't all that consistent throughout the game. So plenty of people thought that were sitting next to me that wasn't all that great. But, uh, yeah, Peavy looked tremendous. Uh, Corbin looked really well until the seventh inning. Um, again, he looked a little visibly upset with the strike zone and not getting certain calls that he usually gets throughout the season. I gave up a pretty weak home run to Victorino, which he hit – straight down the left field line that barely cleared the monster. Um, like the person in the first row caught it. Mm. So, um, and then he got, like I said, into a little bit trouble in the seventh. Uh, that's when he got pulled. Uh, he gave, he gave up a hit to Ellsbury, um, which scored a run. And then I think he got pulled after that. Um, well, well, that's a, that's a good ballpark review. We've been uh, reviewing all our cities on the 4B, so let's touch the other ones as far as a, a Boston review. How are the, the Boston bars? Bars? Uh, well, I only actually went into one. It's Boston Beer Works, I believe it's called. Uh, it's a brewery, which is just outside of the stadium. Uh, it had the shortest line to get into after the game, so that's why I went in. Um, had like 21 craft beer, um, their own brews on tap. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's the other B is 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 uh, beer. So what the beer selection was good up in Boston. Yeah, de- definitely a lot of variety. Definitely um, you have you have your breweries, you have your craft beers. Um, so th- there's there's a pretty solid selection of beers up in there. And the last one's bitches. We've been in California all week, so you got to give us a relative. Uh, comparison because uh you know we, we've been spoiled what's uh what's the boston scene like for girls yeah re- really tough to judge um since i was only in actual boston for that one day day and a half um there's some talent out there for sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Can't, can't, it's again it's hard to compare to like girls around tucson um and then Obviously, California girls. Uh, well, and obviously, to... girls around Tucson, there's a complete difference between uh, girls around Tucson, normal Tucson, versus around the campus of the U of A. Right, right. And that, that's what I'm primarily talking about, around around campus, because then, then you get the influx of California girls, and it just immediately increases the hotness of the entire population. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, there is some talent. Uh, it's not... 
exactly the greatest. Um, there's a lot of fat people in Boston, too. Um, so that's kind of annoying. Drink right. a lot of beer. I drink a lot of beer. They like to eat a lot. Uh, a lot of sausage. A lot of sausage eaters. in their mouths, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um... I started moving into into John's house already this morning. Oh, yeah? Is that looking pretty good? Obviously, I'm still on East Coast time, so I wake up early as shit here. Um, Was up at like 8, 8.30. Took two carfuls of my stuff over there. Um, So about to rent a U-Haul van to take the rest of it and hopefully get all set up. Yeah. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a, a mega podcast check in when the four of us get to Seattle. We'll grab Frank. Uh, you and John and Quinn can all jump in the new studio at home. That's and, uh, just gonna and be we'll do a mega mess. podcast. It's gonna be a, a mega podcast equals giant mess of people oh, talking shit. over each other and interrupting each other. Good. Yeah, it's gonna be a complete mess. But the studio <laughs> is literally just that room with a table and an ottoman in it. So right now. Right yes, now. right now, right now. So, so there's looking for more more things to be put in there. Excellent. Well, we'll check into you uh, when we get up to Seattle, and we'll we'll get everyone together. All right, sounds great. All right, thanks, Peace, brother. Enjoy the game. We'll do. No, All right, so uh, thanks to Matt for uh, that call in. Um, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here and go to San Francisco. So uh, let's touch on our street. Street for the cash. We had uh, three wins yesterday. That was Kyle, Jesse, and Tommy. Tiger Woods won. Oh, the knee held up. Uh, the Angels won for Tommy. Uh, John and I both took a loss. He had uh, the first preseason football game. He had the Dolphins. I had the A's. I was trying to combine it. Preseason both football. Both of my picks. Uh, we don't have our Street for the Cash picks yet for today. We'll uh, probably be making them on the transit over to uh, the San Francisco yeah, area. Let's go. Uh, Kyle, great the show. Uh, I enjoyed the call-in from Matt today. A um, little bit of uh, enjoy where our discussion went uh, for baseball. So I'm baseball. Gonna, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it as a six five. Yeah, we haven't been getting mic reviews. I think he got tired out of uh, listening to it as far. Dude, behind. it's a lot, so, especially when we suck. So if, yeah, if you're if you're listening, idea. Mike, don't don't worry about going back and catching up on the ones we've missed. Uh, rate the last two. The last the last couple have been good, starting with our. Uh, a Raging Waters review, and uh, and then this one, both pretty good. Give uh, give us some uh, some thoughts, some feedback. Uh, yeah, contact us at TucsonRagers@gmail.com, uh, or read our blog at TucsonRagers.blogspot.com. We'd like to any ideas and audio send-ins as possible. Yeah, we're and trying to post more on the blog, trying to get our pictures up there. Uh, Tommy put a bunch on Facebook. If you're friends with Tommy, check those photos on Facebook. Um, but yeah, like I said, trying to get out of here, go to San Francisco. So, uh... <laughs>